Hey guys, great episode coming your way. I'm going to be giving my thoughts on players resting games, professional and collegiate. Also, can and are professional sports rigged? You guys are not going to want to miss this one. Drop that damn immortal beat. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the Mind of Mike J podcast, episode three. I'm really trying to go with a new direction this time uh, than the last two episodes. Last one, I kind of wanted to be a little bit more fun. This time, we're going to get a little bit more in depth. Uh, I want to bring up some debate worthy topics, some stuff that you can agree or disagree with me on. Really just want to give my views and really open up conversation on a, on a couple things. Y'all got to forgive me. Uh, I just found I just found this out. UConn women lost. What just happened? A hundred. What were they on? Like a 350 game win streak. They lost. to Who did they lose to? Y'all got see. I got to look this up now. Uh, you know what? That's I'm, I'm going to just waste a whole lot of time and get sidetracked. UConn women lost. Unbelievable. Y'all thought I was playing when I said 2017, it was, you're supposed to shoot your shot. I'm telling you, this, this year, 2017, don't hold back, man. Anything is possible. This is crazy. UConn girls lost. Anyway, this uh, first topic I want to get into, like I was saying before, is something that we can, like I said, I really want to get conversations started on this, and that's talking about players resting college and NBA um you know should college players in should college players sit out bowl games in college football and how do we feel about NBA players resting during the regular season I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys know I don't necessarily think there's a wrong answer whether you're for or against this stuff I, I think you can be on both sides of this and be correct. And that's why it's a fun conversation is because we can talk from both sides and both sides make sense. Um, since I feel that way, what I'm going to do is present an argument or present a I'm basically going to play devil's advocate with myself and kind of show you both sides. And then once we're done, you can let me know what you think. This is uh, this episode is really going to be one that I want to spark some topics on. Um, I'm going to try to get a Facebook page up and get a comment section going or anything. You can also I'll have the links to my social media accounts. So hopefully, hopefully we can get some debate going on this. But there seems to be a lot of resentment towards athletes not choosing to sit out games when they're not necessarily injured. Uh, I know when earlier this year, it was uh, it was all over the news when Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette decided they were going to sit out of their bowl games for Stanford and LSU, respectively. And then I, I kind of did. And I remember at the time understanding it, but I also wasn't really with it because me as a UNC fan, UNC was scheduled to play Stanford. So I was kind of taken aback by it. and really kind of wished that McCaffrey had played because uh, 
it, you know, that would have made for a better game. I don't, I don't think, but I didn't think he was necessarily wrong and for either one of them were necessarily wrong because the reasoning that they gave was that they wanted to start prepping for their NFL career, which like I said, I understand it from both sides. Here's the thing you have to remember from a player standpoint. Bowl games are largely meaningless if you're an NBA prospect or NFL, excuse me. If you're about to have a career in the NFL, this bowl game is, you know, it's not really a big deal. I mean, you've already kind of cemented your draft status. You don't necessarily need it a lot. of. I mean, I don't think anyone was going to think differently of Leonard Fournette. He's already projected to go in the top 10. What else do you really have to prove? It's it's a meaningless game from that perspective. But I also understand why some people would, would be against it. You know, because if you're a fan, you bought a ticket with the assumption that the best players are going to go. In college games, you travel. A lot of people travel for those games. So, you know, you're not just spending money on a ticket. You got the hotel you got, you know, the gas money you put in, whatever. You, 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 you're financially invested in this game. And then it's you, you know, this, the star guys don't play. So you don't get nearly what you paid for. I also understand their sponsors and corporate sponsors and they're, they're, you know, they've got their, their money in it too for the same reasons. So I get it. But, you know, like, I mean, yeah, it, it, there's no way you can really do this to where someone doesn't get screwed. Like, if the players don't play, then the fans and the owners and the people that are financially invested feel like they're getting cheated out of money. You got the, the TV advertisement people, the people running the TV ads on the game. No one's going to watch it if the stars sit out. Unfortunately, they've already written a check to buy ad space for this game. They're going, well, what the heck? So... But as a player, you're risking injury. You know, you could get seriously, you could get popped one good time. And that's, and that's it. You know, you don't, you don't want to necessarily get injured either. Same thing with NBA. Uh, you know, NBA's got players resting now, which is not a new thing. They've been doing that often, but it's just, well, I, I noticed this year it's getting a lot of traction and a lot of people are against it. And it's the same thing. I understand both sides, you know, the, uh, you know, being in Charlotte, the Hornets ticket people call me all the time, trying to sell me some kind of trying to sell me season tickets. Their selling points will revolve around the guys coming in. It's never about, it's never just come see the Hornets. It's let's sell you this package. You'll get to be here for Cleveland. You'll get to be here for Golden State. You'll get to be here, and they sell you the players on the phone. They're selling you LeBron James. They're selling you Kevin Durant. They're selling you James Harden. They're selling you Russell Westbrook. So you go into it if you know if you're a casual. I mean, if you're a casual fan, you're buying it because you feel like, okay, I'm going to get to see these guys play. It's a star-driven league. That's just part of the game. I understand that part. And if I've already bought these season tickets, and I come in and you know, and I come to find out on game day, one of these guys ended up playing. 
you know, I, same thing. It's like, well, I spent all these money on tickets, and then and that's not refundable. You ain't getting no refund on season tickets. So, and the same thing, the the TV people, they're buying ad revenue, or excuse me, they're buying advertisements. They're trying to get on. They're expecting a certain rating. They're because people are going to tune in and watch it. But if no one watches it, then you know folks are losing money. But as an NBA player, I understand, and and the coaches too. A lot of the coaches are with it. A lot of the coaches don't mind their players sitting because they know it's, this is about the long term. The you know guys are trying to play, and it's an eighty. And the and the NBA is a grind. I mean, if you're a, you you think about this, right? You're a player. You you got your game at eight o'clock or whenever it is. Game's roughly two and a half, three, two 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 and a half hours long. You get out ten ten thirty for your eight o'clock game. You got to get back, get in the showers. You got to get dressed and go talk to the media for a little bit. So now you're sitting around. You know that's another forty five minutes to an hour or so, however long that goes on. And if you're on the back to back, you're you're you know a lot of times you're hopping on a plane. Flying to another city, you're you're landing in that city. God knows when. You got to rest up. You only get a few hours of sleep. You got to be up in the morning for shoot arounds, and then you got to do it all over again. And you you know, and after a while, it just wears on you. And then some nights you're just like, look, I can't, I can't, I can't hack it. So we under we understand, or I understand both sides. Like I said, I get it. Um. Like I said, I mean, is is there a correct answer to this? Is there a, is there like a side of, is there a correct side to be on? I mean, you think about, you think about Jalen Smith, a uh, second round pick for the Dallas Cowboys. He played his bowl game. He played in his bowl game, kind of getting back to the, the college players. He played his bowl game, snapped his knee, tore everything. Every mock draft had him going top five. He ends up getting picked up in the second round. And, you know, just because the the injury, that's a major injury. It's a concern. He lost tens of millions of dollars. And this was last year. Just to put it, just to put it in perspective, Jalen Ramsey goes number five. Jalen Smith was projected top five. So we'll just go with the, with the bottom. Jalen Ramsey goes number five to the Jaguars, 2016 NFL Draft. His contract paid out 23 million, get all guaranteed, 15 million dollar signing bonus. Want to know what Jalen Smith got for being a second rounder? Six and a half million, only four and a half guaranteed, 2.9 million dollar signing bonus. So you know, let that sink in for a second. All because of a game that you could have skipped. Now, granted, the dude came out publicly and said, even knowing what he knows now, he still would have played in that game. And I, you know, you got to respect that. But at the same time, that's a lot of money. I was actually having this conversation with a friend of mine, and not gonna say, not gonna say his name, but he, we were, I, we're having this conversation and. I was kind of taking the side of the athletes a little bit, just kind of just bringing it up that, look, see, these guys are worried about their financial future. You know, you 
you can't really you don't you can't really afford to get in this position and and get injured and suffer that kind of serious injury it's tens of millions of dollars on the line and i and you know and i brought up the jalen smith situation that i was just talking about you know this dude said oh well he should be playing i don't like it i'm against it oh boo hoo that he lost 10 million dollars what boo hoo what what kind of answer is that what do you mean, boohoo? It's ten. It's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean the guy's still a millionaire, but what do you mean? If you got twenty grand in your bank account and I took out five, that's gonna you're not gonna be affected by that. I'm just saying, like, what the heck? I, and see, the thing is that spoke to that that was that spoke to a different kind of viewpoint. Like to me, I, I have to ask the question: At what point? I understand guys should be playing. I understand they're getting paid a lot of money. Athletes do get paid more than 99% of people. I get that. It's a lot of stuff going around. And the typical school of thought is, well, they're making money, so who cares what happens to them? And what I want to ask is, at what point do we... What's like the magic number that's of money that someone can make before we hit this point where we dehumanize them? Because that's because that's basically the vibe that I get when when you talk about someone losing millions upon millions of dollars for getting injured, and people just go, "Oh, oh well." Like I, I don't get that at all. I just don't understand. Yeah, like I said, yeah, they're getting paid, but I mean, they're still people. You know, they still have. If you worked at your job, if somebody at work. For 15 straight days at McDonald's and was working double shifts every day, you'd understand it if they called out sick or just needed or just needed a break. But for but when we talk about athletes, they're not allowed to they're not allowed to do these things. They're not allowed to take nights off. Like I said, I, I understand a lot of money's changing hands. I understand people are spending money on tickets. So you got to find a way to regulate it. I I just. Like I said, I don't know, because like, because I, I do simp and and like I said, I I know I sympathize with I sympathize I sympathize with the others as well. I sim- I sympathize with the other parties as well, not just the star athletes, especially in the situation with the bowl games. I mean, if I'm a teammate, say I'm 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 a senior, I'm a whatever guy on the team, I'm not going to the NFL. This bowl game is my last game ever. You're the star. You're going to have a long, productive career that's going to pay you a lot of money. I'm going to go back to just being a regular dude. My last moment could potentially be me winning this game, holding up a trophy, and and really, and you know, and, and just going out on top. And if you're and if you're a star and you're sitting out, you're you're kind of taking that from me. Yeah, we're 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 teammates. We're supposed to be brothers. You're just gonna do me like that. I mean, I would feel some type of way about that. So, like I said, I, I understand from both sides, and 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 like I said, and this is why we have these conversations because, because like I said, you can you can build a case. You can really make a case for both. I don't I don't think there's a right and wrong, but I really do got to question the logic behind people who say stuff just like. Oh, you're making money. Who cares? And it just doesn't seem like it makes it doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense. 
you know, the, as, as far as the NBA is concerned, the pro- the real problem we're having is the seasons is too damn long. That's why people are resting. 82 dang on games. And that adds up with the road trips and the back-to-backs and going to the morning and having to do practice and shoot-arounds and doing that over 82-game season. If your team goes deep in the playoff, you're playing closer to 100. Then as soon as it's over, you're going to go play in the Olympics some years or, you know, U.S. bat or the world championships, that stuff happens every every other year or so. So a lot of times you're not getting a break. It adds it, it just adds up. You can at least understand why someone would want to take a break after something like that. But and you, see, you you can make sense out of both both ends though. You know what doesn't make sense? People saying that sports are rigged. I'm getting real tired of that crap. It's it started with the Super Bowl. It started with the Super Bowl in 20, not this past year, but the one before that. Panthers versus Broncos. I saw all kinds of people talking about it was rigged. Oh, it's rigged. Super Bowl was rigged. It's fixed. Then, you know, kind of ignored it. Figured it was just a bunch of people mad. Which happens. And then just trying to rationalize it. Then I saw the NBA Finals, this past NBA Finals. Cavaliers, for those that didn't see it, Cleveland Cavaliers, Golden State Warriors. Warriors go up 3-1 in a seven-game series. Cleveland takes the last three games to win it in Game 7. And people were saying, and I saw a lot of folks saying that the NBA was rigged. And it makes no sense. That literally makes no sense at all. So, here here's the thing. Why would anyone, why would a league want to rig their own, want to fix and rig their own games and have predetermined champions? What would even be the point of that? The only thing you can say that makes sense is money. They would, they would rig it so they, I guess, so they can make more money. But, because they want certain teams to win... So we'll just go with, I'll just address that because like I said, that's the only thing that would make sense except for the fact that there's a few things that you're leaving out. Number one, if it's about money, wouldn't it make sense for the, wouldn't the league, the NBA or the NFL look out for their top franchises? Wouldn't that just make sense? Wouldn't they make sure that their most valuable franchises win? Now, now, here's the next thing. Who are those valuable franchises? Five of the top ten NBA franchises would not make the playoffs if they ended today. The top two are already eliminated. The New York Knicks and the Los Angeles Lakers. And this is not something new. The Knicks and Lakers have been bad for quite some time. And so... Like I said, if you're going to say it's rigged, why would they keep losing? NFL. Know who the NFL's most valuable team is? Well, you should know. I shouldn't have to say it. But I'll say it anyway. The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys haven't won a playoff game in quite some time. They haven't won a playoff game or a Super Bowl in a long time. So, again... Why are we not fixing games to make sure Dallas wins? Three out of their top four 
Three out of the top four NFL's most valuable franchises, this is all according to Forbes, by the way, are all in the NFC East. I think Dallas is number one. I think Washington's number three. When right behind them is the New York Giants. The the NFC East, for the most part, is is a is a mediocre division. With the exception of the, the Giants stole a couple Super Bowls from the New England Patriots. It's a relatively weak division. Wouldn't you want them winning? If it's all about money, wouldn't you fix games so that they can win? That's what I'm saying. That's why I just don't understand it. Here's what that speaks to, to me, is the fact that teams that aren't winning that much can still make this kind of money. Revenue is not affected by winning games. People are going to go out and buy cowboy jerseys regardless. They're going to buy tickets. They're going to buy season tickets at Jerry World regardless. People are going to be Laker fans and wear Laker gear and New York Knicks and buy tickets to Madison Square Garden regardless. So what would be the incentive to fix a game? Let's be serious for a second. Somebody said, I saw a lot of people talking about the NBA Finals. Somebody said, well, they wanted it to go to seven games because it's, it's, more, it's more money. Here, this, this lets me know that y'all don't know anything about how people are getting paid. Y'all know how t- do y'all know how TV contracts work? Those th- th- that money is paid in advance. The networks, ESPN, TNT, ABC, the networks, uh, whichever network hurts the Super Bowl. I should know this, but I don't. Is it ABC or CBS? Maybe NBC. I don't know. Anyway, those networks pay in advance for the right to host the content, for the right to produce the content, for the right to show the game. They pay in advance for that. The NBA had gotten their money for last year's finals long before it actually happened. They get paid the same amount. They get paid a flat rate by the network to to even host the game. They're already getting paid. NFL, NFL, same way. That money's already been predetermined. They're going to get paid that whether it's whether that game goes to four or seven, and they're going to get paid whether it's the Cavaliers and the Warriors in the finals or the Sixers and the Suns or whoever. So, what is the reason to fix a freaking game? Y'all gotta get you. You gotta have to get real on this kind of stuff. This is what people just say stuff, and knowing damn well it makes no freaking sense. It makes no sense at all that they would fix a game. There's literally no reason. You know, you want you want to know what? How would they even do that? And people were going around saying this. Somebody put up a. I saw this on Facebook. Somebody tried to say that somebody put put up a picture of Cam in the post game interview and said that the reason he had an attitude is because some people came to him before the game and paid him to fix it so the Panthers would lose. And he was upset, and he didn't want to tell anybody, and that's why he walked out. Are y'all serious? And people were thumbsing this up. People were sharing it and liking it and saying, yeah, yeah, this is, this is fixed. What? 
What is wrong with y'all? This it it literally makes no that makes no sense at all. It is more believable that guys like Cam, Steph Curry, LeBron James that are these guys are trying to build brands. They're trying to get paid. These guys got shoe deals. These guys got deals with Under Armour, Nike. You're telling me that a player would willingly because if you're going to fix a game, the players would have to be in on it. You're telling me that a player would willingly go out and lose and risk and hurt the value of their brand on purpose. Because let's be real, LeBron James isn't getting a lifetime deal if he's not a three-time champion from Nike. Air Jordan doesn't happen if Air Jordan doesn't get... People aren't shooting themselves over... People aren't stabbing folks over Michael Jordan's shoes if Michael Jordan's not a six-time champion. Winning gets you paid. Winning gets you the big dollars when it comes to your... When it comes to branding yourself and marketing yourself. So you're telling me it is more believable that somebody like that would would go out and willingly lose. Steph Curry, you're, what you're going to do, you're going to guard Kyrie on this last play, and he's going to shoot this jumper in your face to win game seven, and he just went, oh, okay, that makes sense. That'll look great. I'll get a lot more fans. It is more believable that players get up, go to voluntary workouts if you play football in the offseason, you go to the OTAs, you go to the voluntary team camps, it's more believable that guys like Kobe Bryant, who got up at the crack of dawn every morning to go practice and work out, getting a full sweat before his actual official team practices. He would have his own practice before the games. Then he goes and practices again and did this for 20 years straight, took no days off. By the time he retired, Kobe could barely walk some days off the court because his legs were that shot. And you're telling me he did all of this. The guys are, guys are working their tails off, spending time away from their family, risking injury, playing through injury, and they're doing all this for, for to play a game that they know they're going to lose or to play a sport they know they can't win a championship. It is more believable people because people were saying that that they orchestrated it going to games the finals going to game seven like it did it is more believable that players would that the warriors and the cavaliers got together after they found out they were going to get the final make it to the finals it is more believable that they're going to all get together coordinate with the refs and whoever else is all involved they all got together and choreographed a seven game series to make it look believable shots had to go in at a certain time certain fouls had to be called and they did all this stuff risk getting wreck get risk getting everybody risking going to jail for going to racketeering for fit for giving you a for giving you a false product or giving you a fixed product everybody's doing and they did all of this for what when they're already all getting paid to sell a couple extra tickets because the series should have ended in five and it went to seven. Really? That's what we're saying now. This, this It makes no sense. It literally makes no sense at all. No one would benefit from it. No one. Players are already, already getting paid. Coaches are already getting paid. The league's already already paid. They're getting that money regardless of what happens. And they're putting their blood, sweat, tears, and bodies on the line to go out and fix games. 
Come on. It just, it just, it, oh man, that upsets me that people would even say something like that. There'd literally be no reason. And the one, the worst part about this whole thing is y'all still watch it. If you think a game is fixed, stop freaking watching it. That doesn't make sense. You're saying that the league is making money and it's, and it's fixed and they're fixing games and you're complaining but then you turn around and do the exact thing that gets them paid, which is watch the freaking game. That doesn't make sense. That's like me saying I hate the food at McDonald's, but every, every morning you see me with a damn McMuffin. That's stupid. That doesn't, it, that literally doesn't make any dang on sense. Why do people, and this is a problem, not just in sports, but in general, people don't turn stuff off that they don't like if you don't like it and it's that bad turn it off why do we not have the i would think if you have such a problem with something that's on television something that's on your facebook feed something that's on youtube you would just not watch it rather than get on there and subscribe to it every day so you can complain about what's going on you should see some of these people and I spend a lot of time on Facebook, and I probably shouldn't. So I see a lot of this and notice a lot of this stuff. I follow the first t- ASBN's first take page. Every single post that they put up where Stephen A. Smith is saying something, you got folks that get up on there and say he needs to get off television, and they can't stand him, and he's loud, and he's annoying. For what? Why are you following the page if it's that bad? People wake up every single day, look at what Stephen A. Smith is going to say so they can call him a coon. That doesn't make any sense. People don't have no damn life. The reason why a lot of you folks, why a lot of folks are famous and y'all don't know why is because you can't, is because you still follow them to watch what the heck they're going to say. Y'all wonder why the Cash Me Outside girl and the Kardashians and all these other people got so much dang on money is because there's just as many people following them so they can talk crap as there are people that are following them because they actually support what they do. And that's the damn truth. I don't understand. I will never understand the logic of people that will willingly put negativity in their lives. Wake up every day to go be pissed off at something. No, y'all just want something to complain about. Your team didn't, your team didn't win. Your team took an L, y'all didn't come to play, and you lost. That's what happened. There's no fix. But that's the dang on problem is everybody's got an excuse for something. Stuff just happens. I, I just, ah, I, you know, it, it is what it is. Maybe I'm forgetting. Maybe, maybe there's something I'm leaving out. But I, like I said, getting back to my point, I just don't, I, I don't get that at all. I'll never identify with that. It's just, it's foolishness to me. So, you know, if y'all are listening and you hear what I'm saying right now, like I said, I want to get some discussion. I want to get some discussion going about this stuff. Uh, Hopefully you agree with what I said. Maybe you disagree if you that's and that's the point. And that's and like I said before, that's the point. We're going to talk about it regardless. So that that's basically the goal I want to do. I'm definitely going to do some more topics like this in the future. But I appreciate anybody that's listening right now because that pretty much concludes this episode, episode three. And again, if you agree, 
let me know. If you disagree, definitely let me know. I definitely want to hear from y'all. I really want to hear how someone's going to disagree with me on this one. As a matter of fact, if you disagree with it, share it with somebody else that disagree. And I'll and we'll and we'll talk about it. Cuz that's the point. That's why we do things like this. Again, this has been Mind of Mike J podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. We've got plenty of stuff to talk about once when Major League Baseball is going to kick off here in a few days. We got the Final Four this weekend. We're going to have a lot to talk about next time, and I'm going to try to get to some more regular episodes. I know I'm just really trying to get this thing off the ground, so I know I've been kind of rapid fire with the episodes, but I'm really going to try to get more to, more of a consistent once-a-week kind of schedule going so the stuff that I come out with, I'll have more. So there's more stuff going on that, I, that I'll have to be able to talk about. But anyway, that's that's me, and that's where we're going. I'm going to be signing off. Again, thanks for listening. Find the Mike J Podcast. We'll be back next week.
Flesleth.